Well, praise the Lord, everybody. We're so thankful for those great songs of Zion. I hope that they blessed your heart. And we've been encouraged this week as we've seen several of you all on Facebook posting your uh, videos and your testimonies. And please don't stop. Keep sharing and doing that and encouraging my heart and encouraging so many others. It's been such a blessing to see all of our youth, our church people rather, coming online and posting videos, probably never have been live before uh, on, on Facebook, and we're glad to see you doing that. And we want to encourage you, if you know somebody that would like to do that and they don't have the capability, uh, maybe you could be a blessing to them and help them with that during these difficult times. Uh, little did we know a month ago that we would be doing this and, and having to bring the gospel this way. But uh, what a great privilege we have by the way of internet Man. to do that. Yeah. And uh, I know it, I've heard this week from folks and they said it's just not church. It's just not like being in church. Well, I want to tell you, Paul said he was all things to all men. And he could adapt to any situation to preach the gospel. Now it's our turn as the church to do just like Brother Paul did and adapt to the situation that we're in right now. And we can worship God right there in our homes. And I hope that you got up this morning, washed your face, combed your hair, got all dressed up and ready for church just like you would be here this morning. And uh, if not, we can worship in our pajamas. Can I get a thumbs up? We're going to worship different today. I always ask, can I hear an amen? Can I hear a hallelujah? And so today, I'm going to, I'm by the way of social media, I'm going to tell you, I want a thumbs up. I want a like. I want a heart. I want to hear from you. And you like that, share that today. Brother Aaron, he already told you that right now while this video is live, I want you to share right now and share that with your friends. You don't have to put a comment in. Just share it, and it'll go out to your friends. Maybe they'll send it to their friends. We can work together to send this word out to the world. Amen. I believe God's given me a message that will help you today, and I hope that you'll pray as we try to bring you God's word. If you would, right there in your home, and these that are here with me uh, filming this morning, would you stand to your feet? For the reading of God's Word, we're going to be in Mark chapter 5, and we're going to break in about the 24th verse. You can turn over there in one of the four Gospels, Mark chapter 5, verse 24. Let's read it together. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him, and throned him. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of, of many physicians, and had spent all. Notice that, I've underlined that in my Bible. She had spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched the hem of his garment. For she said, listen closely, if I may touch but the clothes, I shall be whole. 
She didn't say, maybe I'll be whole. I think it may work. But if I could just touch his clothes, I know I'll be made whole. And look what verse 29 says. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for what it means to me in my life. I pray for every person under the sound of my voice this morning. God, that you'll speak into their hearts right now. Lord, and that you'll prepare that heart to receive this word. God, help me today as I stand to be your messenger. Speak through these stammering lips during this time, Lord, of, of suffering as we're enclosed in our homes. And, and it's an uncertain time. God, I'm glad that you're ever closer than you've ever been. Lord, I feel your presence this morning. Use us in a mighty way. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You can be seated right there if you can. I got to studying this this week and God spoke into my spirit and began to reveal to me what he wanted for you this week. We see in this chapter Jesus is ministering and de deliverance and healing to many and showing them that God's great love is there in the time of need. And I'm telling you, we're in a time of need right now for God's love. And His love is present all around the world, all around our nation, all around our state, our community, our town, and our neighborhood. God's presence is around us right now. He's ever wanting to touch us, bless us, and help us in our time of need. And that's why God's given me this message this morning to preach on, He's all I need. <laughs> Hallelujah. I thank God for Brother Braden that sung that song a few minutes ago. He's all I need in the times of coronavirus. He's all I need in the times of lockdown. He's all I need. Can I get a thumbs up this morning? Can I get a heart? He's all we need in this life right now. He's exactly what you and I need. Number one, he's all you need in these times of sadness and depression. I, the Lord put this on me to tell you today. Number one, he's all we need in the time of sadness and depression. In 1 Corinthians 10, 13, the Bible says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that you may be able to what? Bear it. We can bear this church. We can make it through this. Uh, this temptation, this trouble, this virus that's come upon us. God is going to help us through it. He's going to ride right through it with us. And when we come out on the other side, we'll say, what in the world was we so worried about? God's been with us the whole time. You may be sad. You may be depressed. But he's all we need this morning. He'll bring us through it. I tell you what, if he brought us in it, he'll take us through it. Amen. Amen. 
I've heard that phrase so much during this time of trouble. He'll meet our every need, no matter what it is there at home. You may be uncertain about your finances. You may be uncertain about your job. You may even be uncertain about the future. But let me tell you this morning, He's all you need this morning. He can help you through whatever's going on in your life. Can I get a thumbs up and an amen this morning? He can help you. He can bless you. Over in Philippians 4, 7, the Bible says, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. You may be sad and depressed, but He'll keep your heart if you'll trust in Him. He'll make a way for you children. Listen to me this morning. Don't let the devil absorb you with sadness. Don't let the devil absorb you with depression. But lift up your heads. Look to Jesus. Your redemption is drawing nigh. Amen. Over in John 14, 27, he said, Peace I leave you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, but give I unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I know it's a troubled time. We don't know what's going to happen. And we're fighting a visible enemy. We don't know which way it's coming. Whether it's coming from the north, the south, the east, or the west. In front of us, behind us, upward or downward. We don't know. We can't see it. I remember over in the scriptures, brothers and sisters, where he talks about we don't fight against flesh and blood. But we fight against principalities and the powers of the air. The, I tell you what, the enemy's in the air right now. He's fighting against you and I right now. But greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. We can overcome. We can make it through. Why? He's all we need. That's how we'll make it through. He's all we need. Can he really take my sadness? Can he take my depression? Absolutely. I quote a scripture here at the church all the time. And if you know me personally, I love to quote it all the time. First Peter 5 and 7, when he said, Cast all of your cares upon me because I care for you. He cares for your sadness and your depression. He can help you through that, number two. He's all we need in the times of sickness and in healing. He's all we need, church, this morning. Uh, you may be sick at home. And you may need healing in your body. And the Lord knows what you stand in need of right now. Maybe you've been like this woman. You've been to every doctor you can go to. You've spent money you ain't even had. You're in debt over your head. You don't know if you'll ever live long enough to pay all the doctor bills. And you're still sick in your body. You don't know what you're going to do. Now we're facing a visible enemy that could kill us at any minute if we was to get it. But I'm telling you what, don't live in fear. Don't let the devil put that up on you because he wants to heal your sickness. He wants to heal your body. He is the great physician. He's the one that will take care of you. He's the one that will meet that need if you'll trust him today. Amen. He'll meet that need. John 11 verse 4. When Jesus heard that he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. I'm glad that this uh, COVID-19 is not a sickness unto death. Whoa, wait a minute, preacher. There's people dying on every hand. Please let me finish just for a minute. This sickness is not unto death. I'm glad that we can come to the Lord Jesus Christ.
Christ and we can give him our life and we'll never die again. Bless his holy name. I'm not talking about this natural death. Uh, you and I are going to die one day. The Bible says it's once appointed unto man to die and after this the judgment. This old flesh is going to die. You can mark her down. You're going to die. It's not if you're going to die. It's when you're going to die. And if God's chosen to take you out by COVID-19, I'm going to tell you right now, you'll go out by that. But if it ain't how God wants you to die, you ain't going to die that way. So don't live in fear. I'm glad I'm not dying here. I died one time a long time ago, 1981. I died on an old-fashioned altar. And I knelt my knees before God. I died out to this world and give him my heart and my life to never die again. COVID ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> Hallelujah. What can it do? Make this body sick and die and send me to heaven. That's exactly what it can do. You say, but I don't want to die. Well, I don't want to die a natural death neither. But we know it's going to happen. We don't live in fear. Yes, I want to be here as long as I can to minister the gospel and help as many people as I can. See my daughter grow up and get married and have children of her own and see people have great success and do great things. I want all that for you and my family and all. But I'll tell you what, I've been through so much lately and seen the world turned upside down so bad. I've been praying here lately, come Lord Jesus and get us out of this mess. Boy, we're in a mess I've been thinking about some of the quotes that's been uh, put out across the nation uh, this week talking about how God ain't done nothing and faith ain't done nothing. Let me tell you what, if it wasn't for God's people praying and having the faith to trust God, we'd all be in a mess this morning. But I'm glad there's a few people that still trust in God and believe that God can heal this land and cleanse this land. How do we know it? He told us over there, he said, if my people, which are called by my name, who's that? You there that are to the house, these that are here this morning, if we'll kneel down before God, if we'll humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways, then he said he would hear from heaven. That's what it's going to take to see this land cleansed is we're going to have to bow our knees and say, God, help us. God, cleanse our land. Heal our people. Touch our nation. Help our world, God. And get people praying to the Lord and, and calling out upon Him. And God will hear us and He'll hear from heaven. And He'll heal our lands. How do you know that, preacher? His Word told me so. This is God's holy word this morning. It's true from cover to cover. If you want to know what's going to happen with this coronavirus, if you want to see how we come out on the end of this thing, get in the book. It's written in the book. I got over in the back part of that book this week and looked in it, and I found out we win in the end. <laughs> Hallelujah, we're winning in the end. Coronas ain't got nothing on none of us that know the Lord. But you that don't know the Lord... I believe I'd be shaking in my boots because it's a scary time for those that don't know God. But that's why I'm here this morning. That's why all these preachers on Facebook this morning preaching the gospel. People are witnessing. People are sharing scripture. Why is everybody doing that? Because they're trying to get the gospel out. Trying to get it out to that last one that don't know God. And you could be the last one under the sound of my voice today that receives this gospel that the Lord's put upon my heart. And when you reject it and turn it away, he may send his son at that very moment you reject. 
And what will happen then? You'll be left behind. What a terrible time it's going to be for those that's left behind. But in sickness and in healing, he knows what you're going through. He wants to help you. He wants to touch you. Just like this woman with the issue of blood. Twelve solid years, this blood problem wouldn't stop. And she'd spend it all trying to get it stopped. Could you imagine how miserable that would be that you could never get the blood to stop? But she heard of a man named Jesus that had cleansing power and could do something for her. And when she got there, could you imagine? She got down there where Jesus was at. And there were so many people, she probably thought to herself, how in the world am I going to get through this crown? But you know what? If I could just touch the hem of his garment, if I could just reach out and touch it, I'll know I'll be made whole. I'm telling you today, if you'll reach out and touch the Lord by kneeling your knee before God, kneeling your hearts before God, which is 18 inches from here to the floor, if you'll get down, that's how far victory's away, 18 inches away. If you'll kneel down 18 inches, you'll win victory in eternity in a place called heaven. But when you reject that 18 inches of conviction and the calling of God and reject that, you're only 18 inches from hell. Really? That's the truth. If you die before you bow that 18 inches, hell will be your home. Well, I've rejected the Lord and he ain't never, I ain't never died yet. Your days are coming. We trod on God's mercy and someday soon your day will be coming. Your number will come. They've been a lot of friends of mine that have been healthy and life had life and, and, and plans and everything going wonderful and Kids in college and great success and, and healthy running five miles a day and fall over dead with a heart attack with no health problems. Life come to a halt for them just like that. What about you? It could happen the same way to you. God knows what you stand in need this, of this morning. He's all you'll ever need. His word is all we'll ever need. I thank God for our president and our vice president and how hard they're working for our country and trying to do everything they can do and all those in leadership, I pray for them. Why do you do that, preacher? Because the Bible tells me to do. It tells me to pray for those that have authority over me and I'm praying for them. I wouldn't want the president's job right now. A lot of people say, I wouldn't want a pastor's job. We all have different administrations. Guess where I found that out? In the book. That's where you find it out. God uses everybody in different ways. And whatever way he's using you, you need to realize he's all you need. He's all you need. In James chapter 5, verse 14 and 15, talking about sickness and healing, listen to this. If any among you, that's what the Bible says, that are sick... Let them call upon the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing them with oil. Yeah, we keep oil here. <laughs> anointing them with oil 
in the name that is above every name. <laughs> I'm about to have a fit. <laughs> that name that's above every... Ooh, let me tell you this morning. There ain't no healing power in this oil. But it's the name it represents. <laughs> Ooh, that's a whole nother message. Thank God for that name that's above every name. And he said, And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall rise him up. And if he have committed any sin, they shall be forgiven him. Thank God for healing power this morning. You're sick in your body. I'm glad we can come around, call for the elders. They'll take this oil, put it on you, and pray in the name of Jesus. And according to God's holy will in your life, he can touch your body and deliver you from what's going on. Can I get a thumbs up this morning? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Y'all, are you with me out there this morning? I hope that you are. I'm glad he's all we need. In Isaiah 53, 5. He said, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. With his stripes, we are healed. Does that not tell you, church, he's all we need? He's all we need. Because he's done paid the price for your healing. He's done paid the price for your sickness. He's paid the price for your sadness. He's paid the price for your depression. He's done it all. He's all that we need. And number three, he's all that we need when it comes down to death. He's all that we need in the time of death. Romans 6, 23, the Bible says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Is that really real? I want to report to you this morning. It's real. Yes. <laughs> Brother James Fansler here in the church. I love Brother James. What a blessing him and Sister Dorothy are to us. We was having meeting a while back. And the Holy Ghost was all over his place. We was having us a fit. We anointed a sister and all. And, and Brother James got all beside of himself. And he looked at me and he said, Preacher, it's real. Yes. And it's real this morning. I praise God it's real. Boy, I'd put a heart up and a thumb up if I believed it was real this morning. I thank God it's real in my life. And it can be real in your life. But when it comes down to time of death, he's told us the wages of sin bringeth death. We're going to die. But that wage you're going to pay for if you don't know Jesus Christ, you'll pay for it in the body. My grandmother used to quote, and these, I can see it through the scriptures, and she said, I believe that you'll pay for some of that sin in your body as you live through this life. I'm going to tell you something this morning. If you're an alcoholic, if you're a dope addict, whatever you do to defile this temple, do you all realize that this body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Where Christ dwells within. And when we take on things in our body that defiles the body, we are destroying the temple. And even when we come down and give our lives to God, and He forgives us and saves us from, from, all, from all of hell, He saves us and gives us that promise of heaven one day after a while, it doesn't naturally mean that the body is going to be healed. 
The body will still pay for that destruction life that we've lived through. I've seen it happen time and time again. Can God not heal us from that? He sure can heal us from that. The Bible says the, the, the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. You may be hurting in your body and need healing. I've told you already. You can come and call for the elders of the church. And by the will of God and your faith, God can touch your body. But a lot of times... We pay for this destructive life that we live through the flesh. But you know, even when we do that, when it comes right down to the time of dying, when we have accepted Him as our Lord and our Savior, and even though the body has paid in the flesh for all that sin that it's committed all them years and it's destroyed the organs and destroyed all the things that run the body. And now we're facing death because our appointed time has come. I'm glad because Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. I'm glad he steps in when old death comes in with his cold, chilly hand and says, no death, that one's mine. He's not going to feel that sting of death. I've done felt it for him. I've done paid it for him. He's not going to have to go through that. I don't know if you've ever been with anybody when they've died. It's a sad thing. But for those that are saved, and you that have done that, have you ever noticed they get their eyes fixed? And you can talk to them, and you can try to relate to them, and they've got their eyes fixed. Why is that, preacher? Because he cracked open the door of heaven. <laughs> And I believe they get a view of where they're headed. Yes. And all of a sudden you can feel the Holy Ghost and that heavenly host move around the room, around that one that's fixing to leave. And you can feel an overwhelming peace. And it's such, such great joy as they go to be with the Lord. Right. Yeah, but preacher, my heart was broke. Yeah, but the Lord is there. And He comforts you. And he puts his big arms around you and says, it's all right. I told you in my word, lay up your treasures in heaven. Now I'm going to take your treasure and I'm going to take it to heaven. Where moth and rust <laughs> they corrupt and thieves can't break through and steal. I'm going to take them up there and they're going to be with me. To be absent from this body is to go and be present with me. You won't have to worry about them suffering anymore. I'm going to take them to heaven. They're going to be there with me. Your treasure will be there when you get there someday. What a reunion day it's going to be for those that love God. Amen. But for you that don't know the Lord, what a terrible time. To say goodbye to a loved one that don't know the Lord. Knowing that we'll never, ever see him again. I want to tell you this morning when it comes down to dying, he's all you're going to need. And you better have him on your heart. You better have him on your life. You better know him as your personal savior. Because it's going to be a terrible time if you don't. I've been by the bed when they're drawing... <laughs> That last breath. And we've had to hold them down in the bed. While they screamed and hollered, I'm on fire. And I'm trying to help them and I'm trying to give them some kind of comfort. We're telling them to trust the Lord. We've had them look us right in the face and say, there's no need to pray, preacher. The devil's already here. I'm dying going to hell. If you don't believe it, stay where you're at. You're going to find out what it's like. 
But you don't have to be that way this morning. You can accept the Lord. And he can be all you'll ever need. And when it comes down to time of dying, you can take the Lord by the hand. He'll be right there to lead you across into that promised land. And what a day that'll be. And we'll all get to have a great reunion day one day. And all this will be behind us. It sounds awful for somebody to die lost without God. It sure is. But that's why God sent the very best that heaven had. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. You never have to worry about this place called hell. Wouldn't that be worth it today? Wouldn't that be worth it? All you got to do is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And he'll save your unworthy soul today. And he'll make you worthy. Why? Because he'll be all that you need. He said over in Romans 8, 38 and 39, he said, For I am persuaded, listen, neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, nor anybody will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Boy, that ought to make you want to throw four or five thumbs up and hearts up this morning. And shout just a little bit right there in the house. Knowing that you don't have to worry about hell if you've trusted him as your personal savior. He loves you this morning. He wants to change your life. He's all you need when it comes down to time of death because of Psalms 23 verse 4. I like what David said. Listen. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And then he went on down there in verse 6 and said, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. How could that be? Because he's all you'll need. He's all you need through this time of, of pandemic, this time of uncertainty. He's all we need. Can I get an amen? Can I get a thumbs up? Can I get a heart this morning? He's all we need this morning. No matter what's going on in our lives, He's all that we need. He's all that we'll ever need. Matthew 6, 33, He said, uh, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. That means uh, He's all you'll ever need. I'm glad when you're worried and afraid, He's all that you need. When you're uh, despised and rejected, He's all all that you'll need. When you're broken hearted and alone, he's all that you need. When you're troubled and caught in the storm, as a brother Mark wrote, he's all that you need. When your bills are past due and you ain't got no job, I'm glad he's all that you need. When everybody turns their back on you, he's all that you need. Church, when you're growing old and feeble, I'm glad he's all that we need. This morning, he's all that we need. 
And especially when you're sick and dying, he'll be all that you need. It won't matter about the doctors. It won't matter how many they fly in across the world, ever specialists they call in. He'll be all that you need. How about you today, friend? Is he all that you need? I'm going to tell you he is. He can meet every need that you've got right there in your home. You may, your husband may be out of work. You may be out of work. The cupboard might look awful bare right now. The bills are past due. They've done a call and said they're coming and getting the vehicles, and you're just a few days of being evicted from your home. I'm going to tell you what you need to do. Get in the Word of God, seek Him first, and lay it before God. You know what I'd do? I'd make me an altar right in my home. And I'd get them old bills up. I'd get everything that was bringing me down and depressing me and causing me all that trouble. And I'd make me an altar right in my home and lay it down and say, God, according to your word, you told me to cast all of my cares upon you. Now, God, these are things I care about. Something's going to happen. But I'm going to trust you at your word. And I'm going to leave them right here. And I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to tell you, you better hang on. God's fixing to do something. Can I get a thumbs up? <laughs> Can I get a heart this morning? I'm telling you from experience what God's done for my life. There have been times I've had to trust God when it didn't even make sense to me to trust God. I've had to trust Him by faith, knowing that He'd meet my every need. And I turned my back on whatever it was that was bringing me down and say, God, I know you can do it. And God miraculously <laughs> would take care of it. And I would be so nonchalant, forgot about it, that there'd be times I'd hit me four or five days later. And, and it'd be like the Holy Spirit would peck me on the shoulder. Oh, did you forget? God took care of that problem you were so worried about three days ago. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Lord, thank you for answering my prayer. That's the way we are, amen? Amen, that's the way we are. Boy, you ought to give a thumbs up at you too. I point at you this morning. There's three more at me because we're like that. We ask God for things, and when he does it, sometimes we go like, whoa, God really did that. Why does he do that? He's all we need. When we trust him with all of our heart, he's all that we need. So I wonder right now, right there in your home, for the next few moments of time. I wonder if you'd search your heart. And see. Have I really been giving my all. To the Lord. Through this pandemic. Have I really trusted him by faith. Am I doing what the Bible says. And am I following my government mandate. By obeying those that have authority over me. Am I listening to my pastor's instruction. Am I listening to those that have authority over me on my job? Am I trying to be safe and take care of other people? But most of all, do I know Him as my personal Savior? I want you to ask yourself that question this morning. If you'll take your Bible out and you'll look at it, let me show you something. I want to turn over here and show you. You say, that's a lot of hollering and screaming. Really, is it all in there like that? Let, let me tell you. Romans. 
10. 9, 10, and 13. Now I'm going to read this straight from God's Word this morning. I'm going to read it to you. Okay? I want you to listen to me. You that are home lost. What I'm about to do is going to seal your eternity. How's that going to happen? Because you're about to receive the gospel. I've preached it to you. Now I'm going to show you what it's going to take. Here in Romans 10, 9, listen, 10 and 13. If thou, talking about you, shall confess with thy mouth, you, your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart, your heart, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, meaning you, shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And verse 13 is the best part. If you'll notice, I got them highlighted in my Bible. For whosoever, that's you, that's me, and it's all them that's here, and all you that are watching by the way of Facebook and Internet, for whosoever shall call, I don't care how you do it, what words you say, it don't take no big fancy words for the Lord. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, Lord save me, shall be saved. That's God's holy word and he cannot lie. Amen. That's God's word this morning. He'll save you right there. All you got to do is pray and I want to pray with you this morning. Let us pray right now. Father, as we come to you in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for these precious people that have joined by the way of Facebook and Internet today. God, I've preached exactly what you asked me to preach. And I pray, Lord, that you will speak to somebody that's there in their home right now. God, that you will draw them to an old-fashioned altar of prayer in their home on their job, beside the road, wherever they're at, by the kitchen table, in their bedroom, watching on an iPad, watching on a tablet, uh, uh, whatever they've got, Lord, draw them right now and help them realize, Lord, that if they would say something like this, Lord, it's me. I'm lost like the preacher said, Lord, and I believe that you raised your son from the dead. Would you save me today? Thank you, Lord, you've heard my prayer and saved my soul. God, I pray they'll respond this way, and you'll do what your word said and save their soul for all eternity. For we ask it in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said amen and amen. Can I get a heart this morning? Can I get a bunch of hearts saying that God can do it for you today? He can do it for you like he did it for me and like he did it for all these he can change your life right now if you'll trust Him as your personal Savior. We love you today. You can see the number. It's on the screen right now. There's men standing by here that'll take the phone and they'll take their Bible and they'll lead you to the Lord. Call that number. And if you've prayed and asked the Lord to be your Savior today, call the number. We'd love to send you some literature on your new walk and your first steps with Christ and we want to help you that way that's a way for Vickers Chapel to reach out and be a blessing to you there's so many 
behind the scenes right now praying and working hard that you would receive this message today. From this pastor's heart and all that are here uh, this morning, we want to tell you we love you and we're praying for you. God bless you. Until we meet again, we'll see you soon. We love you.